0: Hello everyone, welcome to Free Reverie, hosted by your one and only Jujubee. If you haven't noticed, that's me. This is a podcast talking about anything and everything. Make sure to follow me on my social media, Snapchat, JBSU, Instagram, JBSU18, and Twitter, at Perfect Flute. Now let's get talking. Symphony.
1: Free, free, free.
0: Welcome to another episode of Free Reverie. I know, this is be episode 66. Isn't that crazy? It's absolutely insane. I cannot believe I'm on episode 66 now. I have another guest, and as amazing as that is, I I cannot believe I'm getting more and more guests. And so this person's uh, quite unique. She is also a writer, um, but her genre of writing is more of like horror and science fiction. So we're going to get to know her a little bit. Would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Hi, my name is R.J. Layden.
0: (laughs) How did you come up
1: with your name? What's it? How (laughs) did I come up with my name?
0: Yeah. R.J. Layden.
1: Um, Layden is um, a mythical dragon from Greek mythology, and it was the um, guardian of the Golden apples that Hercules had to defeat for one of his trials. Um, the R and the J are what's it?
0: I was gonna say, so you're like really heavy into the Greek mythology.
1: I'm just heavy into any mythology.
0: <laughs> well that's good. That means you're really smart, right?
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know about that.
0: Oh, don't don't downplay yourself. You're smart. Every everybody she's smart let's just say that much okay you're smart <laughs>
1: okay I'm smart
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm sorry I interrupted you as you were explaining that so um with Hercules there you go
1: okay um it was the golden apples that Hercules had to defeat in one of his uh, many trials that he had to prove himself and uh, did you get the part that the golden apples were wisdom they were to they if you ate the apple you became very smart very wise and so he had to capture or kill the dragon and there's different stories where he does one of each you know either he captures the dragon or he kills it to get the apples I would prefer to capture it I don't know about you but I would like to have a dragon as a pet I don't think so yeah I, no I don't think so. no I
0: don't think I'd like to have a dragon. No, no. Are no. you talking about, like, the little dragons that are, like, animals or, like, big dragon, like, character dragons? Like Game of Thrones? Oh, I have no idea.
1: They're not very specific about the size of the dragon.
0: Right. I've never seen Game of Thrones.
1: Oh, you poor thing.
0: <laughs> Everyone says that. They're like, you have to get into it. Well, I, for me, when I get into a show, I like to stick to, like, one or two shows at a time before, you know, I finish those and then I can get into another show. Just because I don't want to get lost to be like, oh, I have to watch the previous episode to remind myself what happened and all that stuff. So I like to catch up on one show at a time or maybe two. So my shows right now are Grey's Anatomy and then um, The Good Doctor. Um, Oh, I like that one. Yeah, my son actually likes watching uh, the doctor shows with me. It's actually pretty cool. <laughs> um, that is pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I watch all these shows and stuff like that, but I, I still have yet to watch The Game of Thrones. I think it's just something I like to watch with someone else. Like, I don't know if I want to watch by myself. I don't know. I'm weird like well, that. There's certain I, shows I want to watch f- with someone else. Like, there's that movie, that show, Happy. I wouldn't watch I it
1: watch. with the child, though.
0: No, no. I've heard bad things about like it's very oh, yeah? graphic. So I'm like, no, I'm not going to watch that with my son. No, there are certain shows that I watch with him, like his Spongebob or something like that. But no, I'm not going to have him watch Game of Thrones. Parker, when you're listening to this, when you're older, then you can when you're like 18, 19, okay? So, yes, my son's 18. name is Parker. And so, yeah, uh, he, he watches the doctor shows with me. And there will be like some scenes where it's a little too suggestive. So I'm like, all right, time to go play. And then you right. know, he's at that stage where he's very distracted really easy, so it works. It does. <laughs> yes, it does. All right, so tell us a little bit about some of the books that you've written.
1: Well, first of all, they, they are not books, they are short stories that have made it into anthologies. Okay. So, which are a collection of stories.
0: I'm so sorry for the so story, too. <laughs> I, thought, no, I thought you were reading. Okay. okay. All right. I was confused. Okay. I'm almost
1: done with uh, um, a novel that I am working on, okay. and that should be released this year, and that's, it's got a gargoyle as one of the main protagonists.
0: Well, that's interesting. Yes. What's it called?
1: Bloodstone.
0: Bloodstone. Okay. All right, and is it going to be like on Amazon and stuff like that?
1: That's the plan.
0: All right. Yeah. So yeah, whenever it's looners. out, I'll We're... share the hell out of it, okay? Whenever it's out, All right. I'll... Okay, plan. <laughs> free free advertising <laughs> for you and then i'll see about you know purchasing it and all that like i said i'm going to try to get into reading a little bit more so
1: okay but, yeah <laughs> almost ready to appreciate it
0: yeah <laughs> but yeah like any guest that i have i'm going to listen to your music i'm going to try to read your work and all that and you know that's how it's done right you're supposed to be like into it not just that's why I try to um, teach my son, you know, you don't want to just say things and not follow through with them. So I'm going to stick to my goal of reading at least five books this year, if I can. And I'll just make sure one of them is the book that you'll be writing, the novel. It sounds like a plan to me. Anyways, um, so some of the work that you're going to be posting um, or the short stories, uh, what are they about?
1: Um, The short stories are, um, two of them made it into the Shadda Chronicles, which is a horror, and it uh, revolves around a a mysterious gentleman named Johnny, who either gives or takes an object of power from the hero or the bad guy. And I wrote it from two different perspectives, two different perspectives, (laughs) one from the good guy's point of view, one from the bad guy's point of view.
0: Well, that's good. Okay. And it's found on where?
1: Um that's on Amazon. It's Shada Toys.
0: How you pronounce How you, I'm S-H-A. not pronounced. sorry.
1: <laughs> it's S H A with an apostrophe and then D A.
0: Okay. Shada. Got it. Okay. All right. So you guys can find it there. Um if on your um bio there is there should be a link in the description of this podcast that will actually link to that amazon uh site so you guys should be able to find that really easy um because i do try to make it easy for my listeners to see the work that you guys create and all that um if you give me permission to of course yes absolutely okay all right um and so do you have any website like specific websites
1: um rjladen.com
0: there you go you guys go look she's got a website and everything so i'm sure that has more short stories of yours
1: um yes it, it at least calls off the books yes and i was just recently picked up to do a uh a real story if you will you know it's based on today it's not horror it's not science fiction i guess it, it's not really non-fiction though either but it's a anthology of hope okay i do not know when that will be released
0: all right, all right. Um, so eventually that'll be posted because I'm sure you're not able to give too many um, description as to what that'll be about right now. But, you know, eventually just keep posted um, on your social media because I will post those links as well in the description okay. so everyone can follow you. Um, so tell me a little bit as to why you're, you have become a writer.
1: Something I've always wanted to do. It was a long-time dream. Even when I was very little, from like 13 or 14 years old, I always wrote. But my mother always told me, oh, you'll never get there. It'll never happen. Surprise, Mom! <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Um. So, this has always been something that you knew that you were going to do?
1: Didn't really know. I really wanted it, though, and I always strived forward to get there. Mm -hmm. And, again, it's taken a long time to get there.
0: Right. Right. Because I know, like, in my head, like, sometimes I'll be like, well, that would be a really good story to write. But I'm not a writer by any means. If I write something, it's going to have to be checked, like, five or six times. I'm not good with, like, I'm good with grammar to an extent, but I got, I got, I've got, I have a lot of mistakes on my my papers, so anytime I wrote my essays and stuff in college, I always had someone else reread it, make changes, all that stuff need be, and so I've just, I've never been that writer, but I'm good with come up with, like, ideas, so that's what I'm really good at, and, um, so is that the way it was for you, like, just trying to find yourself as to what you're really good at and, you know... Like, oh, that would be a really good story to write. And it was always in your head.
1: Right, right. And I always did exactly that. I just wrote and wrote and wrote. I joined a writing group and I was torn up left and right, like you're saying at school. Nope, you can't do it this way. You can't do it that way. You have to, you know, write this way. Right. And rules are hard to follow, especially when you're trying to be creative.
0: Right, exactly. Exactly.
1: All right. Yeah, and Grammarly helps a lot.
0: Yes, it does. I didn't even know about it until my boyfriend now, um, when I started doing more of my blogs and stuff, he was like, just download Grammarly. I was like, what is that? And I downloaded it to my Chrome, and it helps me out a lot. Um, obviously, I don't want to pay into it, and a lot of people don't want to pay into it unless you are more passionate about writing and are taking it as like your, your life's goal, you know, job, dream job. Um, Like me. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm all about the free stuff. (laughs) I think it's just in my blood at this point. Um, I just like this podcast. It was something that started up with for free. And then the only expenses I've really paid into it is, of course, my logo and the song and stuff like that. And so I'm leaning towards being more passionate about, um, speaking, which is pretty crazy because in college, I never liked speaking in front of people ever. Anytime I got up there to do my presentation, I blanked and I was just like, da, 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 like speed talking because I thought I was speaking perfect. <laughs> no, everyone's like, you rushed through it like crazy. I couldn't understand you. I'm like, because I was so freaking nervous. Like I get overwhelmed. So, I applaud you guys, um, writers, musicians, um, all of you guys who actually have to go in front of people and speak. Even if it was a small group and stuff, for me, I get butterflies in my stomach. And so, it's crazy. Like, I'm able to speak it over a mic, you know, behind a mic, but not in front of um, a large crowd. Um, but I'm very social. So, I is that the way it is for you? Like, do you still get butterflies in your stomach when you talk in front of people?
1: Yes, always.
0: Always. And, it's
1: just always? and it's just as bad when you give your book or your short story or even just an idea to somebody to see what they think. You still worry that they're going to judge you on some weirdness level or maybe it's just awful to begin with.
0: So do you think you're yeah, more comfortable behind words, so to speak, than actually speaking in front of people?
1: Oh sure, especially if I have to speak off the cuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like in this interview, <laughs> I try to I, <laughs> I try to make it as comfortable as possible, um, but it is it's awkward just because I can't see you, um, and I wish I could, uh, but then the audio would get you know sort of lagged, and I don't want the audience to have to be like, "What? What's going on? What's going?" on? So <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs>
1: Well, in this particular case, it probably wouldn't
0: work at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've already warned our audience that, you know, your signal's going to go in and out from time to time, but that's what editing is. And so I hate to edit my podcast unless it's necessary. That is the only time I edit my podcast is if it's necessary, if someone doesn't want something on it, if it's obviously too long, or if something in this case, when the signal keeps dropping because we're not, you know, recording in person, um then I will edit. So don't worry about it. It will still flow, I promise. Okay, excellent. <laughs> yeah, because I'm learning and learning how to do this thing. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, then I'll be a challenge for you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. It won't take me very long. Um, so as a kid, what was it like growing up?
1: Um, I think it's pretty average. You know, we I had seven brothers and sisters, wow. so it was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did have uh, the one thing in my childhood that really made me think creatively for the first time, and that was uh, we had a ranch, mm-hmm. and a fellow named Gary Gygax bought our property to have his own ranch, and for those who don't know, Gary Gygax is a is the co-creator of Dungeons and Dragons.
0: Oh, wow. That's yeah, awesome. So he,
1: so that was a really big influence in my life. Even though I was only like nine or ten years old, here's this guy, and he gave us, I never knew what Dungeons and Dragons was, and he gave us a bunch of games and books, and he even played a small game with us to show us how it's done. And I was like, oh my gosh, we're playing a story. Yeah. And that's probably when I started thinking about writing.
0: Well, that was my next question is what you drew, you know, your inspiration to, you know, your science fiction stuff. That's actually a really awesome story. So in your um, short stories or, you know, future novels, are you going to um, do you kind of revert back to your childhood memory of that? Like, do you use that?
1: I do. I tend to have some sort of magic or something similar, even if it's science that scene is magic mm-hmm. in my stories.
0: That's awesome. That is such a cool story to tell. Like, w- how do people react when you tell them that?
1: Uh, sometimes they don't believe me, but it's like, well, you can look it up if you want. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's public knowledge.
0: Right. So I've yeah. never actually played Dungeons and Dragons um, because I'm not really a video gamer. I didn't grow up with a whole lot. Um, because we lived out in the country. So, uh, you know, internet usage was terrible. You know, you get HughesNet, and it was just. Yeah, right. Yeah. So with video games and stuff, you know, we were mainly outdoors. We, I grew up with working outside and stuff like that. So I'm not a whole lot of technology savvy, uh, so to speak. But I can catch on as to what's going on. Um, so gaming to well... me is like a entirely different world for me. But I can probably play it, for sure. I could probably do it.
1: Vengeance and Dragons does come on video, but it didn't start there. It started as a um, module, what they would call a module, mm-hmm. and you would be given um, this is your task, you're in a tavern, someone approaches you and asks you to do a job, and you do a job, and you end up falling down the rabbit hole, so to speak, and you end up in a dungeon and fighting dragons, Mm -hmm. and that's the name. But it's all in your head. You don't see it on a video screen. You just imagine, well, you know, I walk up to this door. Do I check for locks? Do I just open it? Right. And you tell the DM who's running it, and they kind of mess with you a little bit because they play God. And It can be fun.
0: (laughs) 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 To me, it might be like... Like, I can't even get into half the stuff my boyfriend watches. I'm sure he would love it, and I'm sure he's probably played it before um, because he's a gaming nerd, but it's not a bad term. I'm not saying it's bad <laughs> by any means because I I was a band geek, So and I'm proud of it, you guys. I am proud to call myself a band, yes, geek, okay, and so... Um, I think that if he were to play it with me, then maybe I might get into it a little bit more, but he watches some weird shows and stuff like that. I'm just like, "How, (laughs) how is this entertaining for you? Like, I just, it blows my mind. And he's like, he, like I said in my previous podcast, he's trying to black culture me, um, because he happens to be black. And so he's trying to like, get me into these black exploitation films and we watched Black Dynamite, and I did not freaking get it. It was so stupid. And he was like, "You have to watch other films to get it." And I was like, "Then why didn't we start there?" I'm like, "You made watch this film, and I don't get the references. This is the dumbest film I've ever seen. It's so bad." And uh, so yeah, so maybe if he played it, The Dungeons and Dragons in front of me, maybe I might get into it. Um, so. This type of lifestyle, right. the the do you go to like comic cons and um what else do they have like where you get to dress up? Yes, you go to those right. and you fight pose a
1: dragon. I do. I <laughs> do. There's one nearby called Gary Con and it is for Gary Gygax and it's uh it's about an hour away. There's uh, um, Gen Con which is in Chicago last I heard, but I haven't been to that one lately and that one is more. Much larger like, like Comic-Con. But the last one I went to was actually a writer's convention and it was dressing up there mm-hmm. where people dress up like the characters in the books. <sighs> <laughs> I you learn something new every one. day.
0: Yeah, I've never been to one. So um, <laughs> I don't know how, I would probably be the most awkward person there to be honest because I wouldn't know what to do. Um, even if I was dressed up, would I remember what my character was? No. Would I remember how they acted in the movie or and or video game? No. Someone's gonna have to tell me. Like I'm I would be totally lost. Like I said, everyone'd probably be fighting in front of me and they would be like, use your power I'll be like, What power was that again? <laughs> I'm not playing. I'd probably be like trying to remember buttons and in my head and trying to remember what do they do? Okay, they do this and I'm just not, I was hardly ever into, like, sports and stuff in high school as is, like, with dodgeball and stuff, I never really got into it, you know, so I don't know if I could go to a Comic-Con or go to anything that you mentioned.
1: I think you might like it just to watch all the weirdos. <laughs>
0: to go learn about something because I'm very open minded <laughs> so I think I'll probably go there to watch and watch only I don't know if I could participate unless I'll pick you up if you fall down I'll pick you up and carry you okay that's what <laughs> I'll probably do I'll be like time for go. the rescue alright there you go I did my part yeah <laughs> fun. why not <laughs> basically <laughs> oh my goodness so what is the biggest I guess short film or short film Oh my goodness,
1: a short story that you're known for. That I'm known for? Yeah. Hmm. I'm I i do not know. I'm not terribly known at this point, so I have no idea. Um I I would say maybe the four horsemen um science fiction story I did. Okay. That could be because the four horsemen is a bigger universe than the Shaddai universe, okay. which is the horror universe.
0: So, like, all your friends and family, they'll be like, okay, the big, the one that I remember most is this story, or? Hmm. Yeah. Like, just, That's you know, like, that is, Like the Harry Potter, you know, she's known for right. That. And so, I mean, she, I'm sure she's written other stuff, but that is the main one that she's known for. So, I didn't know if there was something that everyone knows you for.
1: Probably not. Not at this point. It's only been a couple years, honestly, since things have started happening.
0: Oh, so you're still build- building your brand and everything like that. So, you know, oh, I, I, guess. I will be helping you out most.
1: Yeah, definitely. we can help each other. Yes.
0: <laughs> so, like I said, I'm, I, as long as you keep pumping out those stories and stuff, I will definitely read them. Um, I won't probably get them until I know more about what's going on. Like I said, I don't know that type of world. But I will definitely try to read your story. Okay. Okay. <laughs> just know. That's fair.
1: That's fair. Know
0: that. Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, if I have any questions, I'm sure you're more than willing to answer them for me. Uh, oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> just like Greek mythology, my uncle is the one that I go to if I, like, question it and stuff like that. And he's like... But no, this really happened. I don't know where you're getting this from. I'm like, But I read it online. A line is the devil. No, not really. He doesn't <laughs> say that. He doesn't actually say that I'm just playing. <laughs> no. He does. He knows so much. I'm like, would you quit being such a smarty pants? I'm telling you, just stop. And uh, I was like, I asked you one question. And it led to an hour spiel over something completely oh, yes. really different. <laughs> That's just the way he is.
1: I've got family members like that, too.
0: But it's so much fun because you still enjoy their company, of course. Uh, Oh, absolutely. So how are your parents um, or family supportive towards your writing? Like, do they help you give ideas? Do they do some edits for you? Anything like that? At
1: at this point, it's mostly my friends, like William, who you've interviewed before, who helped me out and, uh, Uh, direct me or say, no, you've got a pothole there or you have to change this ending. It doesn't make sense. Um, My mom and dad are supportive and like, yay, you're doing it, but they really don't help in that respect. But they're older, you know? They're they're 80s. They don't really do much of anything anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do they um, understand this um, sort of different world that you enjoy? Do they, they do they get it?
1: I think they get it, but I don't think they, um, I don't know. I don't know what, how to describe like today,
0: that. They don't like participating yeah, in stuff like that?
1: they, they really they gone, don't.
0: Have they gone to a Comic-Con and stuff with you?
1: No. No. But they have read my books. Oh, so yeah, I get That's good. That's so, something.
0: Do you plan on taking them to an event? Not to a Comic-Con or anything like that, but to an event that is related to what you do? Like what you're I would with?
1: like to. I would like to, but I'm not sure they're interested. Hmm.
0: I'm talking yeah. about like, you know, like, there's, I know there's like festivals and stuff like that that go on as well, correct? Like, there's places where they'll be drinking beer and stuff, so would they be more into the drinking?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I would. Uh, I would be like, hell I, yeah. No. I, I, That's probably where you're going to get me to dress up. Okay, that's where you're going to get me to dress up. You get me drunk, I'll be dressed up. I'll play along because I'll be loose as a goose. I will tell you (laughs) that. And I probably should stop saying loose as a goose. I mean, (laughs) I I, I need to stop saying that term.
1: (laughs) And be free.
0: Yeah, I'll be more free and not willing, but I'll do weird stuff. Let's just say that much. (laughs) I, I like to have fun when I'm drinking.
1: Well, there's a Renaissance fair near me that you can dress up in, and it's a lot of fun. There's lots of beer.
0: That's <laughs> fun. I would have to work out so much afterwards. I'm trying to get back into shape, and I know beer, like, oh, yeah. But you know what? It wouldn't matter because all I have to do is put on a cloth. I'll put on a cloth and I'll pretend that I'm something, something made up. There you go. Mhm. But my character drinks beer.
1: Very Yep. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, I like to go to certain festivals and stuff like that, just experience a different world. Like, of course, I know that if you're playing a, a role or something like that, you have to stick to it. You can't get out of character, nothing like that. So, um, and I kind of feel like it's sort of related to Disney World. You know, when the when the worker's there, they can't get out of character. It is against their policy to get out of character. You can't mention um, who you are, nothing like that outside of work. You can't right. do any of that. Like they are so strict. Is it as strict, uh, for you guys when you guys dress up and stuff, just as much as oh. it is? Oh, there?
1: absolutely not. No, no, um. no. Nope. <laughs> it's much more, much more free than that. Yeah, you can, you can still be who you are, but just look like the person you're trying to represent.
0: Okay. So, what character do you normally dress up as?
1: Um, I usually do steampunk when I'm dressing up. I mean, not a specific character. Just put on some steampunk outfit.
0: <laughs> okay. What about a woman? Have you ever, um, dressed up as, like, a woman character that, to embrace something that's feminine?
1: Hmm. No? Like, not that I can think of. Yeah. Okay. Alright,
0: 'cause because I know, like, Comic-Con, you know, they have, like, Elektra and... All that. I am probably more going to go to a comic con um, right now, just because my boyfriend's getting me into more like the Marvel films and stuff. Like, I loved the Punisher that came out uh, on Netflix, and I did watch the Daredevil, and I know that's redone like several times, but the newest one that came out that I've watched two, the both seasons of. Um, that's one of my favorites. Is the Punisher, to be honest, and so I think I would go. I think I would go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You should. Yeah, yeah. So I think you're, I'm, I'm talking, but I think you're talking me into it. <laughs> so <laughs> you're helping me decide that I probably should go and experience this different world. So, uh, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so, um, are there any authors out there that have inspired you as well?
1: Hmm. I really like Kuntz. Um, Now I'm trying to think of his first name. He's written a lot of uh, science fiction and horror.
0: Okay. All right. And then um, how far do you go into the horror genre? Like, how graphic is it?
1: I wouldn't say it's terribly graphic because it was my first time trying this, you know, trying the horror. I had never done it before, and it was actually rather fun. But I wouldn't say it's terribly graphic. No, no more graphic than, like, Stephen King.
0: Okay. Okay. I mean, that's that's pretty good. I am a – I love mystery and horror books. That's just what I love. I love that that genre so much, like – Films and stuff like that, if it's not gory, I don't like to really watch it. Like, the gorier, the better. Because I like when a movie puts you, or a book, puts you in that scene. Like, you feel like you're there. And something okay. happens to you and all that. Like, I, I, when I read a book, I think... I'm trying to remember, the last book that I really enjoyed... And it was a mystery, and I cannot remember the name of it to save my life right now. But it was in middle school, and um, and I know middle school library to have a horror film or horror book is pretty insane.
1: Wouldn't be too graphic, I'm thinking. Um,
0: no, it had. <laughs> I remember being such. Okay, I was raised in a very strict household, and I remember reading this book, and it had the word sex in it. What I did is I went to the librarian and I was like, "Why does this word and why is it in this book?" And she just looks at me and she was like, "She's like, I don't know." Like I just remember her looking at me going, "Well, then don't read it." That's what she said. Like I'm sorry, but it's in there. Don't read it. You know. And I was just like, "This is very inappropriate." Because I knew. I remember doing that, too, and it, but at the same time, it was one of my favorite books, and I can't remember what it was that saved my life, but I know that it was something where it was like an out-of-body experience, and um, the woman came back, and then she tried to kill her sister and all this other stuff to try to take her life and uh, from her and was all that, that stuff, so it was pretty insane.
1: Was that the host?
0: No. I know it wasn't mm-hmm. that... Uh, but I just, I remember the cover of it, and I, there was this contest of drawing um, a picture or a book cover and all that, and I actually won first place. Oh, nice. And, yeah, I'm not the best artist in the world, but I really um, tried to mimic the cover of this book. And once I remember what the title is, I'm sure I'll tweet about it. But um, I, <laughs> what I won was a Two liter of Sprite.
1: (laughs) Yay! Hey, you were in school. That was awesome, I'm sure.
0: I was in fifth grade, and I was like, yay! You know, soda! And I wanted it all to myself. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Of course, I had siblings, so when I got home, it was gone. Jerks. I had one cup, (laughs) one freaking cup of my prize, and that was it. (laughs) But, you know, sharing is caring in my household, so... That's what it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's Whip. okay. That's okay. So have you been, ever been in a contest?
1: Um, I am finishing a story to go to a contest for the um, Bane fantasy series. We've right. got a uh, a fantasy contest. That's not due till the end of this month. So I won't know if I've won or lost or anything until probably next month.
0: Oh, that that has to kill you a little bit. Like, I just want to know. I just want to know.
1: <laughs> well, I know. do want to know, but, but, you know, there's other things to do, other things to work on.
0: Oh, that would be driving me nuts. It would. Like, especially if it was something that I worked really hard on, I want to know now. Like, I could wait a week. I could probably wait two weeks. <laughs> but a month? No. I don't think I could. My anxiety gets so bad, like, waiting for, like, news like that. Because if I'm very passionate about something, I want to be as perfect as I can.
1: True. True. You do want to be perfect, but, you know, I'm afraid you're human. You're not going to be.
0: I know. <laughs> I know this. I know this. But <laughs> it's just the way I get it. I don't know why my anxiety is so bad half the time.
1: Um, Has doing this podcast help?
0: Oh, yes. Uh, I've always been more of like a social butterfly. But it's just when I'm speaking about, you know, a topic stuff that I'm not really passionate about, I'm, I don't want to look like an idiot. So I just, I try to follow what I've written down and then I get really nervous and I read too fast or um, I start stumbling over my words and all that. So my memory shot, so I can't remember my speech, but I have to look at these words and it just, it kills me every time. But if I am very passionate about what I'm talking about, I tend like especially this podcast, it's just like this when I'm talking with my friends or <gasps> family members. That's why I like this podcast. And I've told this um I believe to my last guest that it's this is more of like a therapeutic thing for me. Um, because it's more like a journal. So when my son reaches a certain age, I hope he goes back and he learns that, you know, I was human, I was going through emotions. I was going through a bad breakup when I started this and that I was trying to, you know, make it in this world, doing something that I was passionate about because I'm slowly learning that I'm very passionate about these podcasts and I'm learning. I love to learn about people's stories and where they come from. And so when I interview um, individuals like you, I learn like a new world, like we're talking about something that I know nothing about. And that I need to look into because I am very intrigued as to why you're intrigued by it. So I have to, <laughs> I have to do it now. Um, but, yeah, I enjoy learning people's stories. Well, that's that's good. Yeah yeah. 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 So eventually, if I were to get um, noticed a little bit more, then... Um, I can go back and remember like, yeah, I I had a conversation about RJ Layden and we actually talked about, you know, Comic-Con and Dungeons and Dragons that I had nothing, I had no knowledge about, but I learned through her and I went to this convention and wrote a small piece and I shared it, you know, all that stuff. I'm hoping that I could, you know, keep networking with those that I interview and, um, be able to look back and be like, yeah, I had a great conversation. This is what I remember from it. And
1: um, Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) So have you been in many interviews?
1: I've been on the other side of the interviews. Um, I used to uh, work with William, and uh, we did a podcast uh, many moons ago, Mm -hmm. and uh, I helped interview. So this is the other side of the table, as it were.
0: Yeah, I apparently I was the very first interview that he's ever been on, and so he yeah? said the same thing. Yeah, so I am very thankful that I had the opportunity to interview him and be the very first interviewer to him. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, so he's like, he so funny because we email each other and stuff, and he was like, I sent him all the information to the podcast and he goes, Woot, woot, time to share. And I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah, sure, sure. Go ahead and share it. Thank you so much. You know, I'm
1: like, this is how He's a human... up. <laughs> He shares a lot of things from a lot of people. He's great about it.
0: Yeah. I learned what a squirrel wrangler is, all that stuff from him. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about.
1: I do. It's his crazy um, internal memories and mind and thoughts going nuts.
0: So if you check out (laughs) my Twitter on um, at Free Reverie, uh, I posted the video, this Instagram video that I created for what we talked about. And it just has that segment of what Squirrel Wrangler is and all this stuff. And so when I posted it on my uh, Facebook page, he commented and was like, o-m-f-g i love this photo and he was then he sends he's like wes something i can't remember right now but wes whatever you have competition <laughs> <laughs> i was just like i created this on a whim and it, you can tell i did not put too much effort into it at all but there's a bunch of squirrels in this photo uh, surrounding him and it describes like because he mentioned there's uh, one that's playing the jukebox, and so I have a squirrel touching a jukebox, and then one, like, I just <laughs> I went to town with this one. I was like, this one's a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> I don't think you would be good with uh, on Photoshop.
0: Uh, this one is actually just um, it's not really Photoshop. It's just like an image thing. Canva? Have you ever heard of it? Canva? No, um, I have not heard of it. But yeah, that's something that I use, uh, especially just creating like the photos and stuff like that. Um, I do work with Photoshop to an extent because uh, I do take a lot of photos. So I, I guess you could say I'm good at Photoshop. I just don't do it for my Instagram and stuff because then I have to make sure the pixels are small. Like it's just a pain. So I don't want to work with that. But this site, Canva, has different um, platform settings. So you get to choose like a Facebook banner. Uh, Twitter um, Twitter photo Twitter banner all that stuff and it's specific for those social sites so I love that so that way it's perfect it fits and all that so I don't have to worry about a thing with that and I don't have to edit too much but I yeah. have to tell my
1: daughter about that she loves doing and artwork
0: and and the, the thing is it's free unless you want to pay <laughs> into it unless you want to pay into it and I Of course I freaking don't. So I am all for the free. (laughs) Absolutely. Right? So, yeah, um, it's just something everyone, if you look up different sites on how to, um, you know, brand, Canva is a great way to do it for social media accounts for sure. Um, But, yeah, um, with, let's see, how how far do you want to go with your writing? Are you wanting to be, like um like oh my goodness I'm losing her name like the Harry Potter girl
1: <laughs> okay R- or Rowling yes
0: I lost her name for a second like the Harry Potter girls but I said I'm so sorry I listening. <laughs> I am so very freaking sorry my aunt is, she... is so disappointed in me she is such a Harry Potter fan I, I, I am so <laughs> yes I'm, I, I have my head down auntie I'm so sorry
1: uh, now, if it were to happen, that would be awesome, but I'm not really out to achieve that. That's not my main goal. My main goal is is to get out the stories that are in my head and to get out the characters and, the, I guess, like uh, William said, get that crazy squirrel wrangler in gear and just do it. <laughs>
0: every topic that i i interview a writer it's like do you know what a squirrel wrangler is check out william oh my
1: gosh
0: (laughs) he'll explain it to you for sure he's hilarious like i said um but so are you wanting to travel and all that so are like are you wanting to influence others out there
1: sure sure um just about everything i write has um a seed of truth in in some respect like a um Hmm. I'm trying to think of a good example, but nobody's read my stuff probably. <laughs> not, yet, not,
0: yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not
1: yet. Not like, yet. Like I'll describe how to make a fire using a fire piston, which is a uh, a method of compressing air, the same way that your car engine does, and the compression of the air causes a spark, mm-hmm. and you can actually make a fire compressing air, and it, that was done a long time ago medieval way even before medieval times that they used fire pistons and if you look it up it's really rather interesting and so my i showed my husband and we went out to his workshop and we built one and it actually worked i was so, so shocked <laughs> how long did it take you to build not that long surprisingly maybe an hour or two
0: do you use
1: we just used a cylinder and then like a really small piston and we made sure to grease it up so it wasn't, uh, you know, to keep all the air in the cylinder. Mm-hmm. And then we smash the top of the fire piston down and it'll set whatever form of uh, um, uh, like soft, maybe you put cotton in there to start a fire and it will set that on fire. It'll glow and then you can just make a fire from it. It's like, this is so cool.
0: That is crazy. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, be I'll awesome. I like, when you go camping. And yeah. Stuff?
1: Ac- absolutely. You could probably even find them on the internet if you look them up.
0: Oh yeah, probably.
1: But you, you'd have to know they exist in order to look them up.
0: Well, I'll probably just label this podcast "Fire Piston," and that way you have to listen to the podcast to know what the hell we're talking about.
1: Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> So I always add something in my in my writing that is truthful. I mean, I always try to add factoids everywhere, even if you don't know it, they're in there.
0: Do you gain inspiration um, from other s- stories? Like, have you ever um, traveled to different areas, and even in family events and stuff like that, if someone's telling you something, be like, okay, I need to incorporate this.
1: Yes. I mean that can even happen while I'm at work. I work as a design engineer, and sometimes somebody will say something that they did on the weekend, and it's like, oh, that is so funny. I'm gonna have to put that somewhere. Oh, here's one for you that you can share with your listeners. My boss likes to say, um, instead of passing the buck, he says, "I put a turd in his pocket."
0: <laughs> Gross. <And> then, <laughs>
1: Funny, I have to add that somewhere in my stories, but I don't know where to put it yet.
0: <laughs> I would only assume that you would use that for a child, like a child character or or an old man.
1: Or, or how about man. the bad guy? You put the turd in his pocket, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't know if to do with the bad guy because then it just makes him look like he's a comedian. I don't know.
1: Yeah,
0: that's that, true. That's a very that's true. odd saying. I don't know if anybody would say that. But okay, yeah. I mean, I would I would probably do the same thing. If that happened, be like, okay, I've got to use this. But like I said, uh, but I don't know where. probably an old man or an older character. Uh, maybe like one, uh, one that uh, would, used to be known, but he's getting to the age where he needs to pass on his abilities and stuff like that. And maybe he'll tell a story about the, the bad guy and stuff like that. And... There you go. That, that's
1: that's, my yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> you know Yeah, you 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 hear or get ideas from people everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, like I am getting ideas on what I should be doing from you, obviously. Like I'm uh, you know, I need to open my mind a little bit more to the more geeky side, and I will see what that takes me. Because that, like, I want to um, eventually have, like, I do have my YouTube channel, but I don't have many videos up right now. And so that would be kind of neat to kind of travel and actually have videos and stuff of me traveling and going to these events and being true to my word.
1: There you go. Um, Also try and do, like, the black um, powder stuff or the SCA. Black powder You've ever heard of those things? There's a a group called Rendezvous, and they recreate like uh, um, the black powder era, the Civil War era. So they use black powder, and they shoot guns. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I've gone to
0: 1812, and my hometown has Civil War days.
1: Okay, perfect. Exactly like that. I grew up
0: with that, because it always happens around my birthday, so I usually went every year up until a certain time because then life took over. I was in college, and so I wasn't in my hometown anymore. But um, I've gone 1812 one time, and that's way better than my hometown. I'm telling you what. They had so much <laughs> stuff there. I made a freaking candle for the first time. But, guys, I was with other kids, and we had a circle around this huge thing of, like, you know, dipping the string in the wax. And then you go around the circle and you have to wait to do it again. And I'm like, these kids are so freaking slow. Like, I'm just like, move! And I'm like in high school, but I'm acting like a kid. So my boyfriend's like, hurry up with the candle. Like, my boyfriend at the time, he was just like, why? I mean, why? But he just, he wanted to take me out that day because I just, I was having a bad day. And then I got a necklace from him. Didn't ask for it. That was really sweet. And so I experienced a lot there. And it was just... Different. I like learning history like that. I don't, I never in school liked learning history from a book. Right. Because. because Well, it's not that it's not just that it's (laughs) anything that's written down in those books. Half of the time you find out it's not true. Half of the time you find out a lot more than what they tell you.
1: Oh yeah. Let me have to sum it up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I hate that. I think it's just because it was so consistent. Like in every book, like, yes, we've read this. Yes, we know this. What else is there? And then you find out, you know, like Christopher Columbus, you're a rude dude, okay? You are not <laughs> a winner in my book anymore. And so <laughs> I learned the truth about you, okay? And
1: Mr. Syphilis. Yes.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> I like going to, like, I, I want to go to Rome. I want to learn the Greek God, my, mythology and stuff like that from Greece. I want to... I want, I want to experience the world in that way. I want to learn history that way. Going to the place where it all happened. And that would be fascinating to me. So,
1: but I have There's a lot of stuff right here that you can do, too. Um, check out sca.org. Um, they do renaissance recreation. And they do everything from teaching you how to make your own armor and weapons to how to use them. And there's Ooh. dancing and feasting and all kinds of fun stuff.
0: Do they show you how to shoot a bow and arrow? They do. All right. I am in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not much uh, someone who likes weapons, but um, I eventually do want to get a permit to actually carry a a gun for protection purposes. Um, Conceal carry? Do what?
1: Conceal carry?
0: Yeah, eventually. Yeah eventually because you don't know where this world's coming to and so any place to me like i am looking for a house right now um to live in like just renting and stuff like that and i think i found an apartment but that's besides the point we my mom and i we were traveling to see this house and i i was so excited because online it was the cutest little thing we go there legitly all of the windows were barred why no because the neighborhood was shit. I mean, it was scary. Like, I was like... My mom has a really nice car. And I'm very thankful. We're both very thankful that she has that. But to be in that area, I we had to, like, make sure all the doors were locked. And I was like, I can't... Not with my son. Like, it's freaking barred. All of the windows. And they covered the siding over an old... Um, I mean, it was nice siding, granted. But they covered... The garage door, like a legit garage door, not the, the big part, the gr- the big door, um, with that siding, because the garage door didn't close anymore. <laughs> that's funny. So, that does, so that's if funny. anyone really wants to break in, all you had to do was destroy that siding. You got an entire house.
1: That's, that's awesome. Nice. That would make me feel safe.
0: Yeah, like, I'm like, no, and they wanted to charge me 600 a month for that, oh, excuse me? I mean, it was just, it was already a small house. Like, the kitchen, I wouldn't be able to have my kitchen table in there. Because there wasn't a fridge, so I have to spend money on a fridge. And it was fridge, small counter, stove. Of course, the sink. That's it. That's all it was. It wasn't, there wasn't enough space to do anything. I'm like, no, I can't. Yeah, it doesn't sound
1: like you can make anything there. No, and I'm like, it's
0: it's not even about, like, I could work with that. I could, because you can have the table, obviously, in the living room. But I couldn't do that, not with the windows being, I mean, it was just such a bad neighborhood. I told my mom, I was like, so I could park my car in this big garage? And she's like, no. She said the minute that you open that door, someone could slide right in without you knowing. She's like... And I was like, so, but to leave my car outside, she's like, you would probably have to. It's like, no, I couldn't. (laughs) And so I'm like, we're not, I'm not living here. And I I was like, dang it, because it was an area where it's close to where I work. And I was so disappointed. Um, But yeah, that was scary.
1: (laughs) Yeah. that. Did you find some other place? I hope.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I found it in a different city. It's a. I would still be traveling like 30 minutes, but it's 30 minutes. I would rather be in a safer place than a place where I had to like is this stolen? had to like make sure and the entire time I've never had to live in a place where you it was required to have renters insurance. Really? <laughs> no. i uh, to...
1: I have and I live in the middle of nowhere.
0: No, I've never had to. So, for me, I'm like, there's a reason why they require it. It, It's that bad, apparently. Like, my mom, the entire time we were driving, she's like, there's nothing on anyone's porch for a reason. And as we're driving a little bit farther down, she goes, cheap chairs. And then she goes, ooh, ooh, ooh. I said, what? She goes, grill. I said, seriously? I'm like, just quit. Just quit playing with me. We're not leaving here. We're not living here. <laughs> just, oh, goodness. So that was my experience. But I would love to, um, you know, get my permit stuff just for safety purposes. And obviously I would love to learn how to shoot and bow and arrow. That would be kind of cool.
1: Yeah, because you can run out of bullets, but you can make more arrows.
0: <laughs> exactly. I mean, zombie apocalypse, guys, got to prepare, right?
1: That's right.
0: All right, all right. So I don't want to take up too much of your time. I um, thank you so much for being part of my show. Uh, it was amazing to get to know, you know, the geeky side for once. I <laughs> <laughs> and it's not coming off offensive, and I love that. I love that you're not like stop using the term geek. But it's,
1: no, uh, it's um... call me whatever you want. Oh, I don't no, care. Don't, do that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't say that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I like learning the the geeky side of things. And like I said, I, I will put the bio, I'll put the social links and website all in the description. So everyone has easy access to um, what you write, what you're about. And hopefully that'll help get you known a little bit. Um,
1: Okay, I appreciate it, and I'll send your information on, too, as well.
0: Well, thank you. (laughs) I'm honored to have you, and you try to enjoy the rest of your day, okay?
1: Thank you very much for having me, and I will. You, too.
0: All right. All right, bye. Bye.
1: Bye.